The Andrea Doria was a luxurious Italian transatlantic ship, put into service in 1953. Of all of Italy's ships at the time, the Andrea Doria was the largest, fastest, and supposedly safest. The luxury vessel was filled with paintings, murals, tapestries, and other artwork. On the densely foggy day of July 25, 1956, the New York City-bound Andrea Doria was approaching the coast of Nantucket, Massachusetts, in the United States, when the passenger ship Stockholm of the Swedish American Line collided with the Andrea Doria. The Stockholm was headed east from New York, and much like the Andrea Doria, its view was blinded by the dense fog. And navigational errors had sent the ships on a collision course. The Andrea Doria was struck on the right side and immediately started to lean severely as the ship took on water. The ship stayed afloat for over 11 hours after the collision, sinking the following morning. Over 1,600 passengers and crew were rescued. In all, a total of 51 lives were lost in the collision and sinking. Consisting of 46 passengers from the Andrea Doria and five members of the crew of the Stockholm, no remains were ever recovered of these casualties, and the bodies are believed to remain within the wreck. The wreck now lies at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean, about 50 miles southeast of Nantucket. The ship lies on its side, about 240 feet deep in icy waters. Almost since the day it sank. The Andrea Doria has been a beacon for treasure hunters and adventure seekers. It offers the lure of history, artifacts, and danger. Treasure hunters often return from trips to the Andrea Doria with artifacts like fine china, cookware, and personal trinkets. Diving conditions at the wreck site are considered very treacherous. Strong currents and heavy sediment can reduce visibility to zero. And pose serious hazards to diving, making it hard to navigate around the 700-foot-long ship. Holes in and out of the Andrea Doria have opened and closed throughout the years on the decaying wreck, making it easy to get lost and disoriented. Thick fishing nets drape over the whole of the ship. An invisible web of thin fishing lines, which can snag scuba gear, pose another danger. If all these dangers weren't enough, the ship's depth also puts it well below the limit recommended for recreational divers. Because of these factors, the Andrea Doria is considered one of the most dangerous wrecks to dive. At least 22 scuba divers have lost their lives diving the wreck. At least half of those who have died were very experienced technical divers who were quite competent with what they did. Here are some of their stories. Story one: Forty-nine-year-old David Bright of Flemington, New Jersey, was a skilled wreck diver and scientific researcher who had dived the remains of the Andrea Doria more than 100 times. He had an important collection of artifacts salvaged from the ship, including china and crystal, which he often lent to museum exhibitions. David's diving career spanned 30 years. He routinely dived famous wrecks around the world, including the Titanic. David was an internationally renowned authority on the sinking of the Andrea Doria. 
He was scheduled to speak at the Andrea Doria's 50th Anniversary Survivors Reunion on July 23, 2006, in Kings Point, New York. He was reportedly hoping to help another diver take some pictures of the current state of the wreck before the reunion, along with doing some research on the ship's collision site. On Saturday, July 8, 2006, David, as he had done many times before, went diving at the wreck site of the Andrea Doria. He resurfaced from the dive, boarded the dive boat, and collapsed. He was suffering from decompression sickness and went into cardiac arrest. He was evacuated by the Coast Guard helicopter and taken by ambulance to Cape Cod Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. Story 2 Stephen Slater, a 46-year-old British diver, had been diving for almost 30 years and was said to be among the UK's leading professionals in the diving community. He was very safety conscious and didn't take any more risks than he had to on his dives. He had been on hundreds of dives, including deeper wrecks than the Andrea Doria. He had even discovered many wrecks in the North Sea and worked to identify them through historical research. On Monday, July 24, 2017, Stephen was part of a group exploring the wreck of the Andrea Doria. Stephen and the other group members dived to a depth of about 220 feet. They intended to explore the wreck for 20 to 30 minutes. His friend, Claire Fitzsimmons, said she became aware that Stephen was struggling, but the pair were unable to locate the shot line. The shot line helps divers avoid decompression sickness by guiding them to the surface in a controlled manner. Claire said she was heartbroken when she returned to the surface and saw just how close they had been to the line. Crew members from the group's boat pulled Stephen unconscious from the water. He was later pronounced dead. Stephen had ascended too quickly. A post-mortem examination had found there were bubbles in Stephen's bloodstream caused by his rapid ascent, leading to his death. Story 3 On July 21, 2015, Thomas Pritchard, a 64-year-old scuba diver, was on a boat called the John Jack, a 50-foot commercial diving boat out of Point Pleasant, New Jersey. He was on an expedition to explore the wreck of the Andrea Doria. He headed down to the wreck to secure a mooring line that connected the diving boat to the Andrea Doria. After he and two crew members attached the line, they had a few minutes to explore the ship before they had to resurface. They all ventured out separately. The first crew member reached the surface about 75 minutes later. The next came up 15 minutes later. But Thomas never appeared. He had vanished. A search and rescue team was called, but his body was never found. Thomas was an experienced diver, having picked up the hobby later in life. He was also a long-time Penn State professor. He was part of the Neural and Behavioral Science Department in the College of Medicine. Story 4 On a Monday in June of 1981, John Barnett, a 40-year-old bank vice president from Westchester County, New York, and a licensed diving instructor, went to dive down to the Andrea Doria in search of souvenirs. This was his second trip to the Andrea Doria. John was an accomplished diver and had been diving since he was 16. 
He was one of five scuba divers who took a 46-foot charter ship to the dive site. John failed to surface with his diving partner after their first dive. John and his group used scuba equipment that gave them only enough air to spend about 20 minutes at the ship. The rest of the air was required for the descent and 45 minutes of decompression on a slow ascent. One source noted that John's friends said that John had a hard time on a practice dive before the trip and may not have been in the proper health to dive that day. His body was recovered the following Wednesday afternoon by his diving partners at a depth of 180 feet on the bridge of the massive wreck. John was married and had four children. John's oldest son, at age 17, is quoted as saying, My father took two weeks off of work to go back to the Andrea Doria. He wanted to get the ship's steering wheel and some artifacts for his collection to put on his wall. Story 5 On Sunday, July 4, 2011, 27-year-old Michael LaPrade of Los Angeles was one of three divers descending to the wreck of the Andrea Doria. This was a dream come true for Michael. He had partnered with another diver from the tour boat. For safety purposes, divers must hold on to the line as they descend down to the wreck. At some point during the dive, Michael's partner lost sight of him and was unable to locate him. Michael had apparently accidentally slipped away from the line and disappeared. His body was located at the bottom three hours later in 225 feet of water. The currents at the Andrea Doria can be so strong that if you get detached from the line, you can quickly be swept away. Michael's father, Paul, told the Boston Globe he had been concerned about his son's safety. He'd been planning that dive for six months, and it was the thrill of a lifetime, his father said, but I told him he shouldn't do it because it's such an unsafe place. Story 6 The deeper you go under the sea, the greater the pressure of the water pushing down on you, so you descend faster. Divers have buoyancy control devices that can be gradually inflated as they descend so they don't go down too quickly. In 1985, John Ormsby, age 27, of Key West, Florida, misjudged his buoyancy and plunged nearly 70 feet from the top to the bottom of the first-class foyer of the Andrea Doria. He then panicked and swam into electrical cables, causing his body to get tangled in the cables. It is believed that he ran out of air while trying to free himself. John's body remained trapped in the wreck for almost 24 hours before other divers were able to bring him to the surface. When he was found, he still had a cable wrapped around one leg.